Welcome to the ASHP official podcast, your guide to issues related to medication use, public health, and the profession of pharmacy. Thanks for joining us in this episode of Innovation Friday, the podcast where we discuss new and emerging sciences and the vital roles that hospital and health system pharmacy practitioners play in influencing and adopting applications and innovations in pharmacy. My name is Matthew Buckfelner, a student extern completing an elective rotation in association management with Dr. Sophia Chai, Assistant Director of the Innovation Center for the month of September. I'm in my last year of my PharmD at the University of Finley in Ohio and have been involved with our student chapter of ASHP there for five years, serving as president for the 2020-2021 school year. I have also served as a pharmacy intern with Blanchard Valley Health Systems in Finley for the past three years. And today we will be chatting with Christy Schumacher, a professor, clinical pharmacist, and the PGY2 Ambulatory Care Residency Program Director at Midwestern University College of Pharmacy and Advocate Medical Group, and Kelly Egan, a current PGY2 resident at Midwestern and Advocate Medical Group, about some of the latest ASHP efforts around digital health therapeutics and what our members should be on the lookout for as it relates to the impact of continuous glucose monitoring on patient-centered care. Thanks to everyone for joining us today. So question one, let's start with some groundwork. What is continuous glucose monitoring or CGM? Kelly, I'll direct this first question to you. Sure. Continuous glucose monitoring or CGM is a device that includes the insertion of a thin filament under the skin, which measures glucose every one to five minutes, depending on the device that you have. So a small transmitter or sensor connects the filament and sends real-time readings wirelessly to a receiver of a compatible smart device. So therefore, the user can view and share their blood glucose information in real time. So with self-monitoring blood glucose, where the patient tests using a glucometer, we often only get one to four specific blood glucose readings to help like navigate our treatment options, where CGM allows us to view the entire clinical picture through glucose trends over a 24-hour period. So there's two different types of CGM systems that are available. There's personal and professional use systems. That's awesome. So for our listeners across the board, can you tell us a little bit more about the difference between personal and professional use systems, Kelly? Sure. For personal use CGMs, the patient owns the system and they can view their data in real time and share it with the clinic as well as with family members. So they're always able to see their numbers. Where professional use CGMs are owned by the health system, where the healthcare team asks the patient to wear a sensor and return to the clinic during the wear period or at the end of that wear period. The pharmacist can then scan the sensor with a clinical and professional reader and review the results retrospectively with the patient in order to make lifestyle and treatment modifications. So this is typically blinded to the patient, so we're able to see the patient's true glucose behavior. The one caveat is that with the new Dexcom G6 Pro, the patient can actually download the smartphone app, allowing them to see their own CGM readings. Especially in the age where it seems like everyone has a smartphone, Dexcom could definitely work a lot for a lot of patients. Yeah. Also, those readings are actually different for personal and professional use CGMs. For, so like for like the personal use, the reader or the smartphone works for that specific personal use sensor only. For example, the patient can only scan the sensor that they're wearing, where in professional use, clinic-owned readers can work with multiple sensors. So for example, I can scan every patient with a professional use CGM using that exact same reader. Awesome. So that's great. I'll direct it over to Christy. Can you go into a little bit more detail about the professional use CGM systems on the market? Sure. So there's three different professional use CGM devices that are commercially available. We have the Dexcom G6 Pro, the Abbott Freestyle Libre Pro, and the Medtronic iPro 2. 
So the Dexcom G6 Pro recently replaced the G4 Platinum Pro, and it does offer a lower cost disposable option for clinics. As Kelly discussed previously, the professional use CGM systems are purchased and owned by the clinic or practice, and they're used intermittently by the patient and healthcare team to help facilitate diabetes management. Professional use CGM does require clinicians to retrospectively review the data of the glycemic patterns to make clinical decisions regarding the patient's diabetes management. So most of the data review is retrospective in nature. The professional use CGM data collection can be either blinded or unblinded. As Kelly mentioned, the Dexcom G6 now does have an unblinded option. So what it means is blinded CGM data is not able to be viewed by the patient or clinician until it's downloaded in the office. And therefore, this could be nice because it doesn't influence the patient's behavior in response to the alerts and sensor glucose readings. So because the patient can't see their data, you're not going to get that like Hawthorne effect there knowing that they're being watched. And then for the blinded CGM data to be most beneficial, though, the patient should keep a log of their dietary intake, activity, medication use so that CGM data outliers can be traced back to specific events. So helping patients make association between the information that they recorded in their logbook and in what their blood sugar showed during that day. The unblinded CGM system is nice because it does allow patients to see their glucose data in real time and make treatment and behavioral decisions throughout the wear period. Of the available professional use CGMs, only the G6 Pro does allow for both blinded and unblinded data collection. However, the patient does have to have a smartphone that's compatible with the system. And in the Freestyle Libre Pro and Medtronic iPro only allow for blinded data collection. Yeah, it's great to hear about the different types of systems, Christy. I know I appreciate learning about all of them a lot as a pharmacy student, not knowing a lot about them. Kelly, I'll direct this question back over to you. What are the personal use CGM systems on the market right now? Sure. There's five personal use CGM devices on the market. There's Dexcom G6. Abbott has Freestyle Libre 14 day as well as the Freestyle Libre 2. There's Medtronic Guardian Connect with Guardian Sensor 3 and then the Everson CGM systems as well. So personal use CGM systems are recommended for anyone treated with an intensive insulin therapy and are used continuously for long-term management. So as talked about before, they provide unblinded data directly to the patient for that real-time clinical decision-making and are owned by the patient. So currently outside of Freestyle Libre, the personal use devices include transmitter that is reused over a period of time and sensors, which are replaced after each wear period. Freestyle Libre is the only personal use system which offers disposable sensor and transmitter combination, making it a lower cost option. All of the personal devices though, do have the ability to use smartphones as a receiver. So just know again, that the older generation smartphones just may not be compatible. But by using smartphones, family members, caregivers, and clinicians can all download and use these apps and data sharing platforms to really review all of that um, real-time CGM data. Yeah, that's great too, because then not just the patient, also all of the healthcare team can look at that information. So that's awesome. Back over to Christy, how do you decide when to use personal or professional use CGM? Yeah, so personal use CGM systems should be considered for all patients using insulin therapy. And in my opinion, everyone with diabetes should have the opportunity to have a personal use CGM if they'd like one. However, we know cost is an issue and they're not always covered. Professional use CGM is an ideal option for those that cannot afford a personal device, as most persons with diabetes will receive coverage for a professional use CGM. I really like to use the professional CGM when we're managing patients with diabetes in clinic 
if they have gastroparesis, discordant A1C and blood glucose readings, A1Cs over nine, postprandial hyperglycemia, or maybe we're worried about hypoglycemia or even worse, hypoglycemic unawareness. So patients not performing blood glucose testing at home are also ideal candidates where you're not sure how to manage medications because you don't have any blood glucose readings. Professional UCGMs are really helpful in those situations. It's really those situations where the clinical picture, you're not really sure how to manage this patient optimally and really just helping you identify what their blood sugars are over a 24-hour period and helping our patients make better treatment decisions. So I'll place a professional UCGM and usually bring the patient back in five to seven days and see what their blood glucose is really doing over a 24-hour period. Um, as Kelly mentioned earlier, the blood glucose readings are really just a snapshot in time where the CGM gives us 24 hours continuous blood glucose data. So I like to bring the patients back even during the professional use wear period and make interventions during that 14-day window that I get to have the CGM sensor on providing that data for us. Another good reason to use a professional use CGM system is some patients are a little nervous about being connected to personal use devices. So professional use CGM systems may be a trial for those who are unsure about wearing a sensor and to evaluate the feasibility of a personal use CGM system for that patient in the future. Oh, that's definitely great. My next question for Kelly would be, so when you actually go in and talk to those patients again, or when you educate persons with diabetes on CGM systems, what are some of the common counseling points that the pharmacist or any one of the healthcare team reviews? Yeah, when we're starting a CGM system, we always make sure that the patients are aware of interacting substances that can maybe skew those CGM results. For example, not consuming high doses of vitamin C with a Freestyle Libre product. We also discuss they can still get wet, they can shower, they can go swimming, even with the CGM attached. This is a very common question. Of note, the sensors are attached to the skin with adhesive, similar to a Band-Aid, so they may fall off. So we always just make sure that patients know tactics on how to prevent this from happening. For example, we recommend not putting on lotion before attaching the sensor. We make sure that they clean the application site with alcohol, um, use adhesive wipes such as SkinTac to help them stay on for the entire wear period. We even put SkinTac around the edges of the sensor tape just to help it stay in place as well. Something to know is just that Dexcom actually has patches that help the sensor and transmitter stay in place. And for patients with Freestyle Libre, there, there's a variety of coverings offered on like Amazon or other internet sites that can really just help this, the sensor stay in place for the entire wear period. But if it does fall off, we just make sure that the person knows they can't replace it, they will have to use a new sensor. Otherwise, just like Christy said before as well, we just recommend patients keep a food, exercise, and medication use diary, um, especially while using the professional CGMs, just so that way when we review it, we can always associate those readings with how the food, exercise, or medication is actually affecting their readings throughout the day. With the personal use CGM, patients can actually enter a lot of this information into their reader or their phone app, and it'll actually be available when we print out their report. Oh, that's great. That makes it a very, the ease of use for patients is probably a lot better than so my next question would be for Christy then, what is the specific pharmacist's role with CGM then? Yeah, so I think, I mean, adoption of CGM technology into clinical practice has increased over the past few years, especially we have numerous studies now demonstrating the benefit of CGM in clinical practice. In addition, the CGM systems are now recommended in multiple guidelines for diabetes care. And we know pharmacists are involved in diabetes management. There's so many of us in the ambulatory care study managing people with diabetes. So the implementation of personal and professional use CGM technology can really facilitate our patient-centered decision-making and help us empower behavioral change as well as help us make clinical decisions um, when adjusting medications. So we can incorporate CGM into our diabetes management practices and our clinics 
health systems, whatever setting we're working in to optimize therapy and overcome therapeutic inertia. It just gives us so much more data to help make better treatment decisions. So I think these devices are going to be more commonly prescribed. So maybe if you're not in a clinic managing persons with diabetes like we are, you might have a patient come into your pharmacy and they may may need help placing their CGM. So these are going to start to get prescribed to retail pharmacies as coverage changes. So we need to make sure that they have the correct reader and sensors. So in our clinic, we'll commonly prescribe, let's say, a Freestyle Libre 2, and we'll see a patient come back with the Freestyle Libre 2 reader and the Freestyle Libre 14-day sensors which aren't compatible. And I think as pharmacists, we know we won't give one touch ultra strips to a patient with an AccuCheck meter. So we have to start understanding the value of CGM, how the different sensors and readers work, their compatibility, and understand the importance of keeping up with this technology to help our patients. Also recently, especially in the setting of COVID, we've seen that patients are gonna come into the hospital wearing the CGM sensors. Um, During COVID here, we've been placing CGMs, and in that way, it's limiting contact from nurses to patients for checking blood sugar. So what we should do as pharmacists is we should be able to download their AGP report or ambulatory glucose profile, which shows all the CGM data and be able to evaluate that report and have it available for the medical team. Oh, that's, that's definitely great. And I definitely like what you said about it becoming more popular here in the next couple of years. So I think that that's awesome, and it's really important that we should know about them as pharmacists and future pharmacists in my case. So my next question would be then directed to Kelly. What barriers do we still need to overcome before CGM is a standard of therapy for patients with diabetes? Yeah, so unfortunately, insurance really is just lagging behind this technology. Um, Right now, these devices are primarily covered for people on only basal bolus insulin regimens. Medicare does have strict requirements. However, they did recently remove um, the four times a day blood glucose testing requirement, which makes them more accessible, especially since we want to use ECGMs and people who really aren't testing as much as we'd like them to. But again, the Freestyle Libre is just the more affordable option than Dexcom G6 right now. So some of our patients will actually go and purchase it out of pocket. If they do have a smartphone that is compatible, they won't actually need to purchase the reader. They can just pay for two sensors every month, which will run them roughly about $120 at this time. Dexcom is in the process of coming out with the G7 system, which is also disposable like Freestyle. Hopefully it'll reduce costs and make it more widely available for patients, especially if they're willing to pay out of pocket just until insurance catches up. But, you know, we spend so much money on complications related to diabetes. It's just really in the insurance company's best interest to really cover these devices. So hopefully we'll see that coverage expanding. Yeah, hopefully we will. Definitely. So my next question would be directed to both of you guys, I think. So what type of resources can you look for to find more information on this topic, Christy? Yeah, so actually recently there was the IDEA Project, so the Innovating Decisions and Empowering Action and Diabetes Management Program. And that was created by ACE and other supporting professional organizations to really improve the understanding of glucose monitoring. So it includes AGP report interpretations and the use of this information to optimize therapeutic management. So what its goal is, is to lead practice transformation and increase shared decision-making in persons with diabetes using continuous glucose monitoring systems. Another handout that I've recommended to students, residents, and colleagues really that are looking for additional education, the Association of Diabetes Care and Education Specialists, or ADCS, also has a personal and professional continuous glucose monitoring playbook, and we found it really helpful. It has a variety of different topics and information surrounding both personal and professional continuous glucose monitoring. Yeah, and what's really helped me is, um, I'm just going to put a plug in here, Uh, Christy's actually written an article for JACCP. It's called The Use of Continuous Glucose Monitoring 
to improve glycemic management, a clinician's guide. I just found it super helpful in my journey learning about CGM systems. It's a great resource to help understand like the different systems that are available, the um, comparing and contrasting each, you know, Freestyle, Dexcom, all of them. Um, and it even discusses billing. So I think that that's important too. Yeah, that's awesome. I'll definitely look into those when I'm when it, be, I, it becomes time for my residency. So that's awesome. My, I have one more question for you guys. Any last thoughts regarding CGM or digital health devices such as phone apps moving forward and anything our members need to know? So moving forward, I think continuous glucose monitoring, other digital health devices or phone applications are only going to gain more and more popularity in our technology-based world. So as pharmacists, we need to make sure we're keeping up with the technology in addition to the medications to ensure, ensure our patients receive the best care possible. Yeah, that's great. Well, thank you so much. That's all the time we have today. I want to really thank Christine Kelly for joining us today to discuss ASHP's latest efforts around continuous glucose monitoring and digital health. Before we leave, I encourage you all to check out ASHP's Innovation Center at ashp.org backslash innovation. Thanks again for tuning in, and we hope everyone enjoyed today's conversation. Be sure to join us on the fourth Friday of every month for more on innovation in pharmacy. Thank you. Thank you for listening to ASHP Official, the voice of pharmacists advancing healthcare. Be sure to visit ashp.org forward slash podcast to discover more great episodes, access show notes, and download the episode transcript. If you loved the episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe, rate, or leave a review. Join us next time on ASHP Official.